those with the growth mindset typically think of challenges, man, this is going to be something that's going to help me grow versus someone with a fixed mindset who looks at challenges of, oh boy, that's an opportunity to fail. You're listening to the Dental Sherpas Podcast, where we make it easier to transform your practice, get out of the chair, and into the life you want. Hi, welcome to today's episode. I'm your co-host, Matt Kennedy, founder of Dental Impact and author of the book, Dental Wealth Design. And I'm here, as always, with my co-host and friend, Dr. Cedric Lewis. Ced is the founder and owner of Wiley Dental Care and Dental Care of Pearl Ridge. He is the founder and my co-collaborator on Next Level Academy that we're excited to launch uh, later on. And he is also soon to be uh, an author. So we're excited about that. And we'll let you know when that happens. So, hey, Seth, how you doing out there in Honolulu today? Yeah, I'm great, Matt. Thanks for having me again. Hey, great, man. Well, I think we've got a really good topic to talk about today. And it's something that is a little bit misunderstood, I think. It's kind of a tough subject. And I know that a lot of folks, myself included, really struggle with this daily it is an under-discussed topic in business, I believe, and so today I want us to kind of get, with your help, some real practical ideas around this subject of mindset. So when it comes to business, what is mindset and why is understanding your own mindset so critical to success for dentists out there? Let's start there. Sure. Well, for me, you know, mindset ultimately represents, you know, sort of a decision-making process based on assumptions, methods, or notions held by a particular person that defines really how they perceive a situation. So I think it stems more just in life, not just business. And dentistry in particular, you know, I've really found that what separates those who've achieved and have gone to the next level versus those who continually struggle, it's really having that growth mindset versus one who has a fixed mindset. In my own situation, having a growth mindset has been critical for my development. You know, my attitude or, the, or my processes have always stemmed from a belief that there must be a better way. You know, it's kind of this level where I've had a good friend of mine and a mentor of mine in, in the real estate world. He's always told me, you know, a good way of looking at things is be grateful for your blessings, but just never be content. I like to think of these things and, and new things, and, and I view challenges as something that will help me grow both personally and professionally. It's this type of mentality that's really critical for success, especially in dentistry, that'll allow one to be open to change and opportunity, where those of the fixed mindset would see these situations as risky and fraught with failure. So when I look at the mindset, these types of individuals who are kind of caught in that fixed mindset often see limitations. They oftentimes see challenges as being something or an excuse to give up. You know, understanding that mindset's a critical component to address before even taking any journey in improving oneself or their professional career is far too undervalued, like you just said. I think strategy and tangible skills will not achieve transformative success unless one separates themselves from the herd and really embraces that growth mindset. You know, for me, to piggyback on what you were just talking about, it really is the difference. This might be a too simplistic of a way to say it, but for me, it really has change the way that I think about projects, about strategies that we want to implement, things that we want to do both in the business and in personal life. You know, for me, a fixed mindset leads me to believe that any challenges that arise in an endeavor that I'm trying to do, whether it be in business or my personal life, that those challenges say a lot about me, that I must not be smart enough, that I must not have the skills to do this, that it must not be worth it. That's the fixed mindset. And when I can reframe that into this growth mindset, the growth mindset starts from the premise, would you agree, said, that challenges are going to happen in business. Oh, this, that's, that's just part of it. 
And so if we go into it going, hey, we're looking for those challenges and looking for ways to ask for help or find strategies or ways to go through or around those challenges, now that changes my entire mindset and really even lowers my stress level about challenges coming and keeps me open-minded and engaged in what we're trying to do. Yeah, I think it really comes down to really something basic. I mean, if you talk to someone, and I think those with the growth mindset typically think of challenges, man, this is going to be something that's going to help me grow versus someone with a fixed mindset who looks at challenges of, oh boy, that's an opportunity to fail. And I think that's the real defining moment, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you're someone who actually looks through challenges or failures or opportunities as one fraught with danger, you're not going to be able to really kind of go to that next level for yourself. I was talking to my wife today and we were talking about a friend and a neighbor who put in a pool, as silly as this sounds, they put in a pool and she was talking to them. They've had the pool for one year. They had to replace the pump, said that was very frustrating, even though it was under warranty. The concrete around the pool is starting to crack. And so my wife was looking at me as we have discussed putting in a pool and just kind of with wide eyes going, I don't know about putting in a pool. And I thought, you know what, Janae, that just comes with having a pool. (laughs) Like if you put in a pool, we're going to have pump issues and we're going to have concrete issues. And let's talk about the reason that we're putting in the pool. We have a special needs son, Isaac. Swimming in a pool is fantastic exercise for him. It calms him. It gives him sensory input. So I said to her, I said, really, we need to view this as this is like an investment in Isaac's therapy. And we'll be able to handle whatever challenge comes. It's just part of the deal. No, really, Matt, I really thought that's a really great analogy there, just how you frame that mindset for yourself. That's some of the challenges that happen daily in a dental practice. And I think those are able to look at the belief that an opportunity or a challenge is going to be something that's going to greatly benefit them rather than one that's going to provide them more angst and anxiety. I think that really defines the ability to got to go in that level to really improve yourself. Let me tie it into our theme here from base camp to the summit of Everest. Base camp being a solid, good business, but not one that is reaching the heights that you want your dental practice to reach and the summit being that transformational business. You know, people who climb Everest, when they leave base camp, they know there's going to be challenges. Everest doesn't just climb itself. And so they go into it with a mindset of, hey, let's think through these strategies. What are we going to do when we get up there? What are we going to do? Who are we going to look to to help us when things go bad on the mountain? Because things can go bad on the mountain. And the same is true in our dental practice. Uh, We know if we are going to take on this challenge of transforming our practice, transforming our work life and with the ability to get out of the chair and back into our life, there's going to be challenges that come along the way. And that's just part of it. And those challenges can become really proving grounds for our mindset and proving grounds for our skills, not necessarily proving grounds in terms of do we have what it takes, but proving grounds in terms of are we willing to grow and expand and gain more capabilities that we didn't have today. We have to have that mindset going into any type of transformation process. I'm willing to grow and expand to gain new capabilities in order to complete this project. Said, if mindset is so important, how have you developed your mindset over the years? And how has your mindset shifted over the years? Well, the way I look at my mindset shifting, I mean, it's, it's really a byproduct of me failing a great deal. You know, I've never been the smartest guy in the class or the most talented guy in the team, you know, but I've always considered myself kind of a grinder, you know, one who's not afraid of hard work or going through the process of just getting better. 
So admittedly, just like many of us who face challenges and struggles, you know, I've experienced anxiety and angst to deal with these difficult situations. You know, but ultimately, what I've done is I've just developed a way to keep growing you know, and learning a great deal by going through those tough times. In the beginning, I used to allow myself to present this anxiety as a coping mechanism, both as a way of interacting with people, interacting with people on my team, and that was just how I used to process situations. You know, however, what I've learned is that in kind of developing this growth mindset is you have to look at failure in hard times as an opportunity to grow and learn. And every failure I've ever had has come with incredible life lessons and experience that has allowed myself to, to really kind of pivot and improve myself and my company even more. I mean, you, you never get bulletproof, but I kind of feel like I've gone through each time and every time I've come out to be a little bit more resilient, a little bit more tolerant. And I've learned not just mastering the art of running a business, but also running my life in that the continual challenges are constantly going to reveal themselves. But I think what really has helped me is just having that mindset that's going to allow myself to transform my ability as a leader and decision maker so that when people interact with me, they're interacting with me and not my anxiety. So how has this mindset shift or this reframe that we've been discussing, how has this changed your business? Yeah, you know, the most important thing it's done is it's allowed our practice to have the confidence and belief just to keep pushing forward, even with all the noise and distractions that are constantly happening. You know, without these limited beliefs, especially for me as a leader, it's really created a culture around me that welcomes challenges and focuses on what's next. You know, rather than getting mired in the day-to-day rigors, the daily schedule, and they still happen, <laughs> it doesn't get any easier. But rather than getting focused on that, our focus is on perpetual improvement and how we can get stronger and provide services to our patients, our team members, and our community. So our focus is big picture and the future. And this allows my team to be focused on their ability to manage our operations without me really getting in the way. And that's been a critical component to your success and to your growth. Now, I know you don't want to toot your own horn, but success does leave clues. We talked about this a little bit in the last podcast, but you grew from, I think you said, 28000 a month in production to this year. Where will you guys uh, end up being? Yeah, we're trending on probably going to about $10 million in revenue this year. Well, out of two practices, how many chairs? Around 20, 21 chairs? About 20 chairs. And uh, yeah, and you know, we're actually looking for growth. In fact, we're looking at potentially uh, in 2021, looking for some acquisitions and possibly growing our practice even larger. That's great. What is, for a practice your size, and you're even looking, as you said, to even grow, what is the vision for your company? Like, what is that vision that you give to your staff and to your team? And how does that reinforce a growth mindset in you and your team? You know, this is that, that frou-frou stuff we were kind of laughing about last <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but I think it's important. This is the stuff that you can resonate with and the people actually understand what you're trying to do. So whatever thing you're doing, it's always kind of tied into that. So for us, the vision for our company stems from our core belief of just serving people better. So our vision is to continue to have a bigger impact on healthcare in our community by creating a practice that truly has an impact on our community by delivering dental care that genuinely meets the needs of patients and our community and we do that by being open seven days a week with extended hours before and after work. And we make people's care affordable, accessible, and comfortable. So for our team, that means providing flexible work schedules to them. That means making sure that we're available for patient care on their terms, but also making sure that my team has a work-life balance they want, that the normal you know, money through Friday eight to five grind just simply won't allow. You know, it also means providing them better pay opportunities with personal and professional development, you know, which is unavailable, unattainable, in a typical dental model. 
So serving people better needs to be an entire company philosophy of doing business, not just a catchy phrase you see in people's break rooms. That's great. There's a great book out there that's a resource I want to give to Dennis listening in here called Mindset. It's by Carol Dweck. And in it, she talks about a CEO who, when he looks to hire folks for his C-suite, folks to come onto his team and to help the business grow or to take care of something, he said this. He said, I don't look for people with a track record of a string of successes. I look for those that also have failed and bounced back. Said, what does that mean to you? And what does that tell you about a person who has failed and bounced back? You know, I, I really resonate with that because that personifies kind of my story. You know, I've I've met many failures. I've bottomed out many times and I've, I've simply continued to keep coming back just because I think, and that's how I learned the most. And I think that's when I've improved the most. So I'm always looking for the underdog or the person who has faced adversity and bounced back as key indicators for success. You know, there's a term I've heard many times before from, from friends and, and from mentors of mine that steel sharpens steel. And what I mean by that for me is this is the type of individuals that have been hardened. They've been tested. They've absorbed punishment but they keep moving forward, which is a key component of success. So I've experienced that similar path. And so I really know these people and I know I can sharpen them even further to use that analogy. You know, I understand that they have a type of mindset and tolerance to be able to learn from their mistakes and more importantly, truly thrive where others who may have not experienced much adversity or pain will not be able to cope very well with challenges and failures. You know, I've really found this might sound kind of counterintuitive, but the smartest and the most talented people don't necessarily become the best performers unless they've had experience that adversity or those hard times and then obviously bounce back and improve because of that. Tell us a little bit about one of those failures, if you don't mind, Sid. Where's the time that you have failed and that you have bounced back and you've learned from that and continue to apply? Well, I can tell you about uh, you know, a story of probably some growth pains and some things that I had experience, you know, just in the last five years, like in 2015, you know, we decided to grow and expand a location we had opened in 2013. We made a conscious decision that we felt there was a, an opportunity for this second practice. We had to really grow and hire on more team members and take on a lot more responsibility by growing the hours and, and just the, the footprint we had in that community. So, you know, I'm going to be honest, I, I took my, you know, the eye off the ball. I think it was a proverbial growth pains that a lot of people will go through, but I, I really made a bad mistake because what I did personally was that I just took my mind off the original practice completely. I, I assumed we had a great team. I assumed the doctors were doing well. I assumed that that practice would be turnkey and take care of itself. But one of the biggest mistakes I made being a leader is I forgot how important the people component is for any business, for any company. And mm -hmm. I became a very transactional leader, meaning when you interacted with me, it was really about your operational performance or your numbers or where we were going in that direction. And I think that led to a huge cataclysm in leadership and, and trust in me. And ultimately, I lost, I would tell you, I'm, I'm you know, not ashamed to say this, and I've talked about this at presentations I've given. I lost all my doctors. I lost mm -hmm. key managers. I lost mm -hmm. great people. And it wasn't their fault. It wasn't because the practice wasn't healthy. It was because I was a jerk. And because of that, I, you know, I lost some good people. And then what I learned from that is that I had to really kind of dive into what I call, you know, the associate mindset, the associate doctor mindset. And even to even get deeper about that, going into the employee mindset, I would start to look at, like, how do I go about creating a better company that really truly cares and actually looks at the benefits to the employee and the person working with us so that that actually created a culture that really made people get inspired and want to stay there and grow and make the company 
live out the mission that I envision it to be. So what I would say is that I went through a period of time when in 2015, you're talking about a company that had already got fairly large and it was a restart. I mean, I had to go to a point of get back in the chair and I was the guy working every single week and I was the guy working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week just to get that place back on track. And it was a painful <laughs> experience. Yeah. But ultimately, I look at that and I kind of, and as much as it was hard and as terrible as I experience was going through at the time, I really look back at those times now and I really kind of smile and I, and I kind of look at that, man, I'm, I'm so glad I was given this humble pie because it taught me that, man, I need to reinvent my way of leading people. I need to reinvent how I, I inspire people. I need to reinvent the entire culture or else I'm never going to meet up the mission that I envision for the company. So mm-hmm. what I would tell you that when going through those failures, going through this experience, it really provides you a spotlight on what you need to improve because if you're not going to improve that, I fully feel as if the practice will continue up to gone down and I would never have got out of that deep well that I put myself into. You know, I've heard a similar story, not exactly like that, but similar types of stories all across the country from dentists who have gotten to a certain size of their practices, have grown to a certain spot, hit a ceiling of complexity, and it all falls apart. And I have witnessed firsthand, anecdotally, but I have witnessed firsthand that folks with the mindset that you have that will back up and say, okay, where can we learn from this failure? Where can I learn? Where can I change? Those are the ones who achieve success. I want to quote here from that book, Mindset, uh, that we talked about. And the quote says this, have you ever wondered how two people can go after the same goal in the same way and yet just one of them succeeds? Is it sheer luck, timing, perseverance? More often than not, it's a person's mindset that determines whether they fail or succeed. A mindset refers to your predominant state of mind day to day. It's what you think about, focus on, and expect from your daily experiences. The most successful entrepreneurs share a set of core skills, beliefs, and values that help them persevere as they grow their business. So, I love that quote because it really says the difference is not necessarily in skill sets or gifting, but it really is in mindset. What do we do with the challenges and are we willing to look at those challenges as opportunities to grow and solve things and really be also in my own business said, I've learned to, uh, sometimes it takes me a minute, uh, but I've learned to be grateful for the challenges because they highlight something in my organization that's not working correctly. Do you agree? I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing I think really gets me excited is because like you mentioned before, rather than looking at these things as being like a burden, I mean, I, I really look at challenges as being something that's, man, I'm so, I'm so happy I have this opportunity to learn. I mean, there's so many times when I think people see challenges as this impediment or this giant wall or obstacle that, you know, that keeps them from, from achieving. But it's that reframing our mind we talked about earlier in the conversation, right? It's like if you're looking at and your gratitude for those, opp- I mean, the gratitude or you're, you're just really you know, excited by the challenge, that's the kind of thing that really, I think, takes the mind and it takes the ability to hide to you who never thought you could achieve. That's great, Seth. I think this has been a good episode. I think next week, let's talk a little bit about 
having a patient-centered practice versus a doctor-centered practice. You kind of alluded to that, that that was one of the changes and one of the focuses that you changed the vision about your company towards. And I think that uh, merits an episode of us talking about that. What do you think? I think that'd be a great one. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next time, Seth. Thanks so much. All right. All right. 